0: hello hello I am your host Deja Monet and welcome to authentic shameless self podcast as you know from the title today we are talking about shameless friendships if you're new to this podcast let me just lay out how we do things over here it's very simple there's four segments to every episode First, I lay out some facts about the topic. Today's facts about friendship. Did you know that like studies are done on friendship? Like Psychologists thoroughly go into all types of relationships, including friendship. Second part of the episode, the second segment, is always my opinion, because I wholeheartedly acknowledge that my opinions are not facts. <laughs> third part of every episode in the third segment is a story because why not why not tell a story that y'all may or may not be able to relate to or just simply find entertaining in the fourth part of Authentic Shameless Self Podcast is a challenge. So whatever we're talking about for whatever episode, I'll just give you a challenge pertaining to what we have discussed, give you something to ponder, give you something to take back into your own life when the episode is over and, you know, bring it back. Think about it, improve, cause that's what we're all here to do. Have good conversation, drop some gems, learn a little bit, share a lot, and move on with this life so without further ado let me drop these facts for y'all did you know friendship is good for your health like your actual well-being according to mentalflow.co no matter if you're a man or a woman having friends is a good thing for your bodily function According to their study, people with a wide network of friends have less tension, suffer less stress, have stronger defenses, and actually live longer. When you have friends, they encourage good habits, chase away depression, help you overcome diseases, and people with more friends have increased satisfaction, pleasure, and happiness. Like. okay. And this study was done from a professor of psychology and the head of a study at Brigham Young University. Now, this same article, which I will have linked down in the description box of this podcast, also stated that at a study of the University of Wisconsin, it showed that friendships between men and women is actually recent and it's almost impossible to escape from moments of seduction and sexual tension between relationships. It states that scientists studied 88 friend couples of the opposite sex and concluded that men were more physically and sexually attracted to their female friends, but tended to overestimate how those female friends viewed them. Now I do have a separate opinion on this. So we're going to scoop that. We're going to bring that back, but during the second segment, also known as my opinion, of the episode. So just keep this so-called statistic in mind. Third, I want to mention the fact that animals can be friends too. Absolutely. Absolutely. It shows that not only are animals friends with themselves but they're also friends with humans and there's bonds that occur between animal and animal animal to human etc and this really isn't surprising being how a lot of people across the world treat their dogs and their cats and their monkeys and their horses and so on and so forth just like actual people so If you have an animal in your home or an animal that you spend time with have you considered that they may be a friend to you as well even though they're an animal i i never really considered that until doing research on this topic so yay for new facts now according to gcam.com In one person's lifetime, psychologically, only one out of every 12 friendships that you make will actually last forever, according to a Mind Capabilities Survey. Not having friends can be dangerous to your health. Obviously, I said earlier that having friends is better for your overall well-being, so the opposite of that would be that not having friends would actually be pretty, pretty bad. And according to jcam.com, having zero friends is as bad for your health as smoking or being obese. And when faced with major illnesses, individuals with good social network are in a much better position to survive. And I'm going to talk about this again, uh, we'll swing back and I'll do a story time about this. And. It's going to get a little personal and vulnerable. But I'm going to do that for y'all. Some other facts from GCam.com includes that psychologically, your brain reacts the same way when you're in danger as when a friend is in danger. So the closest you are to someone, if they're going through something rough or they're experiencing something traumatic, part of yourself also experiences that trauma as well depending on how close you are with the individual so it's almost like y'all are feeling the same things maybe not as intently as they may be if it's their specific situation but you still feel hurt it's one of those psychological things where some when you see someone you love being hurt it hurts you as well yeah think of it like that Another fact is that intelligent people tend to have less friends than the average person. The smarter the person is, the more selective they become. And I know people like to talk about discernment and discerning who you should have in your life as far as friendships and the old cliche saying of birds of a feather flock together. Do y'all even believe that? Another fact shared by gcam.com is that friendships are among the most essential and supportive types of relationships a person could ever establish because family relations are non-negotiable. Like we don't get to choose what family we're born into or what family we're adopted into or just the family that we had when we were younger. But friendships are completely voluntary. If you don't wanna be someone's friend, you wholeheartedly don't have to be. So because we get to choose the friends in our lives, that makes it even more so essential and supportive into the people we become as we evolve. And the last fact that I wanna share with you all based off of the gcam.com article, which again, I will link down below in the description of this podcast for you all is that emotions are influenced by the people and friends around us so if they're sad or unhappy or if they're happy and excited we tend to have those same emotions as well so the article pretty much just points out that it's important to not be around toxic aggressive violent people and have those types of friends because essentially we take on those characteristics. I would assume it's no different than when you're dating someone or eventually married to someone. A lot of times people become a lot like their partners in their mannerisms and their lingo, how they talk to other people, like the more time you spend with another individual, even our friends, we do tend to pick up some of their mannerisms that you know we just gradually gravitate towards. So let's get into some of these interesting facts. First, I want to go to the topic, of course, of men and women can be friends. I have to disagree. I disagree with this fact simply because as a person in the LGBTQIA community I know that in order for seduction and sexual desires to even be a thing then people have to be attracted to each other. So if a man is gay and likes other men and a woman is a lesbian and is only interested in other women why could these two individuals not be friends it just all comes down to what the people in the friendship desire and if that's not each other why couldn't that work this can even be said for heterosexual people as well like just because a man is a man and a woman is a woman that doesn't mean that they find each other attractive simply because one is a man and one is a woman So I didn't really like this fact, that's just my opinion. This was based on a study done by scientists. But to me, when we're talking about friendships and human nature, I think it's more based in psychological facts and not so much scientific facts. But let me know what y'all think. Another opinion that I have on friendships is You know, when you get into an intimate relationship, a lot of people put their platonic friendships or relationships on the back burner. And while I definitely have done that myself, I'm guilty, so this isn't judgment. This is just a reminder that your friendships, our friendships in throughout our lives are just as important, sometimes if not more important, than the intimate relationships that we get in and out of. And at the end of the day, even intimate relationships, the ones that last, they start off as friendships. And the foundation of that friendship is how the intimacy lives on as long as they can and i think it's interesting that and kind of sad that when you are with somebody intimately and it doesn't work out sometimes you end up losing two people in one like you don't just lose the lover you lose the friend depending on you know why you went your separate ways or why things didn't work out whatever have you so This is just a reminder that if you got a boo, you got a bae, you got a spouse, that's cool, but don't forget about your friends. What about your friends? Yep, TLC, they knew what they were talking about. So let's get into what had happened this one time in my life. (laughs) This was actually pretty, pretty recent. It goes a little something like this. I had COVID. It was rough, y'all. It was so rough. Like, severe chills. Yeah, I was sweating. I didn't eat for like two weeks. Everything tasted weird. I didn't lose my taste. I didn't lose my sense of smell. But the things that I was trying to eat just did not taste how they usually taste it was just so bad and i'm in the house by myself luckily my son is away with his grandparents so when i had covid and was having all of these symptoms i was in the house alone due to the fact that i've been going through a divorce and i'm in the house by myself it really just put into perspective that the family that i thought I had, like I was already mourning due to going through divorce, but the family that I thought I had was not around me. And it just made me so sad to realize that I had to essentially nurse myself through COVID. Like I didn't have my dad down the street or, you know, I no longer had a a spouse essentially that I can be like, hey, take care of me because you love me. Like I didn't have any of that and so it just made me really depressed and i wanted to just curl up in my bed and cry all day but friends were reaching out and i ended up telling one of my best friends like yeah girl like i haven't really been talking too much because i've had covid for the past week and she's like what why didn't you tell me i would have sent you food are you okay what's going on like you should have told me and she ended up instacarting me groceries which was so sweet it made me cry because <laughs> i'm a cry baby thug but then it was just like she would check on me throughout the days or check on me you know throughout the following week now that she had known that i had been sick and it just gave me like such a nice sense of comfort even though she couldn't physically be there like still mentally and still mentally she was able to show up and find other ways such as acts of service for people that are hung up on love languages. You know she was just able to come through and support me in a different type of way. And that really just brought back into perspective like yeah I don't have the exact family dynamic I want right now and I'm mourning the depth of my marriage and that's hard but I have these amazing friends. So that is my story time of how just having friends really did bring me out of a dark place. While that dark place didn't last long, thank the Lord. I do understand and acknowledge that it probably would have lasted longer if I just stayed, you know, to myself and stayed crying and you know, I could have easily just not answered the phone or not texted back and I could have stayed in my pity and my victimism, but <laughs> I just was honest and open and I felt heard and taken care of and loved and it really did make all the difference. So last but not least, I'm gonna leave y'all with a challenge and the challenge is if you do have a friend near you, around you, hell, they could be across the world that you haven't talked to in say three months, make a phone call, make a phone call, send a text message, just check up on them, have a conversation, catch up, maybe plan to do something in the future. Just reach out to a friend and check up on them. Nothing too major. It doesn't even have to be extravagant. Just, hey, I was thinking about you, checking up on you. How are you? Boom. Challenge complete. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode of Authentic Shameless Self. Again, I am your host, Deja Monet. And until next time, much love.